Hello, my loves. Welcome back to Spiritually Connected, the podcast where we talk about witchcraft, spirituality, healing, and the surrounding paranormal. Um, I think that everyone has seen at least one witchy film in their like in the span of their lifetime, unless you were raised like super really conservative Christian. But even then, I feel like a lot of Christian kids will find their way around it, and like especially around Halloween time, which is coming up. I don't care what y'all say, it is coming up, leave me alone. But, um, I feel like everyone's seen at least one kind of, like, witchy movie in their lifetime. I love witchy movies, I think they're wonderful, but I often find myself laughing at them because they are often really, really, really unrealistic, um, from the perspective of someone who's been practicing witchcraft and is a real-life witch, um, who's been practicing the craft for over five years now I just think it's kind of silly how like inaccurate a lot of witchy movies are so today I wanted to talk to you guys about some of my favorite witchy movies some witchy movies that I don't like um and within each of those how realistic they are what's realistic what isn't about those movies um and etc so spoiler alert I'm gonna name the films we're gonna be talking about if you are worried about me spoiling any of them don't listen to this episode come back for another one anyways Um, the films we're going to be talking about are the Harry Potter films, The Love Witch, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, The Craft, Hocus Pocus 1 and 2, Roald Dahl's The Witches, um, Halloween Town, and Kiki's Delivery Service. So, if you care about any of those plot lines being spoiled for you, I'm not going to go super in-depth into the plot lines, but, like, if you're worried about spoilers, wouldn't recommend listening to this episode. But, anyways... Um, before we get started on this episode of Spiritually Connected, I wanted to remind you guys, I don't get paid for this podcast, so if you'd like to send tips, they're always greatly appreciated. My Venmo and my PayPal, as well as some instructions on how to tip in the best way possible, are in the description of this podcast episode, as always. Anything helps just to keep the podcast supported and sustainable, but without further ado, let's get right into it. Okay, we're starting off strong with the Harry Potter films. Um, I think that I'm going to be a little bit of a Harry Potter nerd until I die, to be honest. Me and my sister, every single time she comes home from- because she's in college, and so she'll come home for winter break, and her and I will watch all of the Harry Potter movies during winter break every single year. Um, and it's such a cute little tradition. I love those movies. I read all the books growing up. Like, Harry Potter has always been, like, a part of my- existence you know i wouldn't say it's what got me into witchcraft but it is something that i've really been like enjoying since i was really young but i want to start off this section by saying fuck jk rowling because she's a piece of shit um she's transphobic and a lot of the symbolism that is used in both the harry potter books and movies is like racist and anti-semitic for instance like i've read some things about like how the goblins running the bank is like anti-semitic like imagery and like all this stuff fuck jk rowling like i love the harry potter movies but fuck jk rowling you know like she deserves to rot in hell anyways um so i just wanted to get that out of the way just y'all just letting y'all know i like the films i like the books i do not support jk rowling in any way shape or form um but i think every witchcraft practitioner like should be as excited about like researching in witchcraft as Hermione Granger is like I say this sometimes like because everyone says all the time when it comes to witchcraft like and practicing magic like research truly is key and that's not all of it like there is the the practice of like actually doing it of course and that's important too but like 
research is so 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 important when it comes to witchcraft um just the way that i see like hermione especially in the movies just being so excited about like all of the research she's gonna do like it feel i i feel a spiritual connection to her because that's kind of how i like am when i'm talking to anyone like i I will like literally just sit with my non-witchy friends and just like explain witchcraft to them and be like I was researching about this thing and they have no idea what I'm talking about but like I'll talk about it anyways um so yeah I love Hermione I think I always will um I was her for Halloween once which definitely should have been assigned to the people in my life that I was gonna start practicing witchcraft because that was a long ass time ago. That was when I was like a little kid, but I've always found magic fascinating, not even just through Harry Potter. Um, Some of the things that Harry Potter got actually right and like, or at least right to some capacity um, and are actually a part of like real magic are things like potions. I do potion recipes on my Patreon for all kinds of stuff. I love, 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 love a good like love potion. Like, if you're going out, like, for instance, right? Let's say, like, you've gone out on a date with someone and you, like, are really vibing and you're really enjoying them and you feel an attraction, a connection between you two and you want to strengthen that. The next date, you show up with an enchanted tea, like a jasmine tea or a, like, mango, a cherry, a pomegranate, perchance, um, tea and you enchant it and then it's a potion and you can share it with them and then that can strengthen the connection between you two. Um, Love potions aren't how they, like they don't work how they do in Harry Potter. Um, I personally only do love potions to kind of enhance what's already there. Um, A lot of people have different beliefs surrounding love magic, which we'll get into a little bit more when we talk about the love witch. Um, But love magic is something that should not be stigmatized ever. And I think that we need to have a more open mind when it comes to talking about love magic as a witchcraft community in general um, because it has a lot of historic importance and I think it's a perfectly valid form of witchcraft as long as you're being careful about it as long as you're doing it like with protection and everything like there is nothing wrong with practicing love magic in my personal opinion do I do it a lot in my own craft no not really but like I think it's a beautiful thing if other practitioners value it in their practice I just don't personally like do a lot of like love spells within my own practice but i think they're great so sorry that was a little rant but um potions are a thing you can do so much more than love potions too there's all kinds of different potions you can use um the ingredients that they use in harry potter a lot of them aren't realistic but some ingredients that they mention in harry potter especially when they're in the greenhouse actually are real ingredients that are used in witchcraft like um mugwort is the first one that comes to my mind like they mention mugwort in harry potter mugwort is used um and often like brewed like i drink mugwort tea when i want to like have psychic dreams and psychic visions and stuff like that and like increase my intuition and stuff like that it can also be used to protect against evil spirits um mugwort is a real ingredient that is used in a lot of witchcraft and some of the ingredients that they use actually are used in witchcraft a lot of the time um another thing they got right or semi-right at least was wands wands are a thing in witchcraft at first when i started out with witchcraft i was like there's no way wands are a thing they are a thing they aren't how they portray them in the films um wands are really helpful for the working with the element of fire a lot of witches use um wands especially because wands and tarot are correspondent to 
the element of fire. So a lot of witches will use wands to direct energy. Um, wands can be random sticks that you pick up. Wands can be crystals. Wands can be like, it, it just has to have that like wand shape and you can use it as a wand pretty much. Um, it's, I'm saying wand way too much. It's like starting to sound weird in my brain, but <laughs> they are a real part of witchcraft. Can you make them like paralyze people? Unfortunately not, unless you like, I mean, I guess if you, like, throw it hard enough. <laughs> I love those tweets that are, like, um, <laughs> like, how do you, how do you protect people from your negative energy? And people will talk about, like, throwing crystals at them and stuff. Stuff like that just makes me giggle. But, um, wands are used to direct energy, um, that, so, like, the magic doesn't come from the wand, the magic comes from the person, and then the, you, you, you use the wand to direct that energy if that makes any sense um the next thing that always pisses me off um but they do get correct in the harry potter films um and in the books is divination um i will forever think it's the funniest thing in the entire fucking world that these people live in the harry potter universe and they're literally go to a school for witchcraft and wizardry they see magical shit happening all the time there's goblins everywhere there's like just like they do spells in class every single day they watch like love potions happen they watch like all kinds of things they watch their wands paralyze people they have wizard fight clubs and the one thing that they don't believe in is divination which is arguably the most realistic part of Harry Potter because all of the forms of divination that they use in the Harry Potter books and films are real forms of divination that people have been using for centuries. And I just think it's so funny, especially as someone who like, I'm a professional tarot reader, right? Like I do psychic readings like for a living. I think it's so funny the fact that like, they believe in all these things happening around them, but then they're like, divination? bullshit i'm like no like, it doesn't make any sense to me but it's really funny um tea leaf reading is a real thing tarot card readings are a real thing um scrying with a crystal ball is a real thing that witches use in their practice um the whole thing with like crystal balls also is interesting because like crystal balls tend to be made of like clear quartz um which is really good for like magnifying and clearing your mind so that you can see messages that's why it's usually used for crystal balls is like clear quartz just a little witchy fun fact for you there but i will forever think it's hilarious that they believe in everything except <laughs> except for divination because divination is arguably the most realistic part of any of the harry potter films and movies when it comes to witchcraft <laughs> um the next thing that they actually got right were it, they mention it very, very briefly, but I do think it's important, like, in the third movie, when Hermione's, like, taking all of the classes <laughs> and, like, using her little, like, time machine thing, which, of course, that's not a thing, but, like, she, one of the classes that she's taking is called Ancient Runes. That's a big thing in witchcraft. A lot of people use especially Norse and Celtic runes in their witchcraft. The Algez rune, I use that shit for protection all the time. It's so helpful and you can use runes also as a form of divination. So I'm surprised that Hermione, who hates divination so much, is interested in runes, but they're used as kind of like magical symbols as well as a divination method in a lot of witchcraft practices. The last thing that they got like 
fairly correct. Um, I mean, I guess it's, like, up to you if you believe it's correct or not. Um, in the Harry Potter films and books, um, was the mythical creatures. All of, like, almost all of the mythical creatures that they have in the books and the movies are legitimately, like, part of folklore, you know? Like, that they depict a lot of the creatures, um, that are, like, obviously a lot of people don't believe in them. I don't know what I believe in, like, half of the, like, mythical creature world and whatever, but, like, for instance, mermaids. First of all, the scene with the mermaids <laughs> in the fourth movie, literally, to this day, y'all, I don't get scared easily, like, I can watch horror movies, like, fine, I can, like, I'm whatever, but the mermaid scene literally has scared me since the first time I saw it and I think it's partly just because I have a really bad fear of like deep water like I'm really scared of deep water but like it's interesting because so many people in other movies like depict mermaids as like these beautiful creatures and they are they can be but like also in a lot of folklore they're kind of evil as fuck (laughs) and so I think it's really interesting that they depict them as kind of evil as fuck in the Harry Potter universe um but yeah that that scene will never fail to scare me I'm sorry it just won't I literally like I cannot watch that scene I always have to look away I can't do it (laughs) like I can't do it I don't know why I'm so scared of deep water I live in constant fear of deep water always anyways um the biggest things that they got wrong in the Harry Potter series when it comes to witchcraft are things like levitation and riding brooms those aren't a thing obviously um transfiguration spells where they would do like a little wave of the wand and be like boom and like it suddenly a cup is a fucking mouse or some shit you know like that's that's not how witchcraft works that's not how it goes and also i <laughs> i will always point this out every time i watch harry potter with anyone all the spells are like off-brand latin like all of the spells that they like say out loud a lot of witches do use like actual latin in their like like people who focus more on like ancient magic sometimes do use like latin incantations but the incantations in harry potter aren't real because they aren't real latin they're just like knockoff like off-brand latin and i think it's really really funny but anyways that's a summary on harry potter i love the harry potter films hate jk rowling but i think that they're always going to be comfort films for me honestly Another comfort film, um, I want to talk to you all about The Love Witch. Um, this is a controversial one. Um, it's a lot, I feel like it's kind of been, like, overtaken, like, less by the witchcraft community and more by the, like, coquette Lana Del Rey girls, um, which kind of pisses me off because, like, I don't know. I just think there's a lot of harmful shit that goes on in that community that I really don't appreciate, but, um, I... The Love Witch will always be a guilty pleasure for me, and the reason it's a guilty pleasure is because it's not very good. Like, it's not- <laughs> I'm a little- I can be a little bit of a film nerd at times. I- I can recognize what's a good movie and what isn't. The Love Witch is not necessarily a very well-made movie, especially considering the fact that it was, like- it, it would be- I would be more forgiving with how well it's made if it was, like, actually made in, like- like a long time ago but it was made in like 2016 so like I don't feel bad for saying that it's not like a very well-made movie it's it's just like it's very aesthetically pleasing to watch but it's just not the most well-made movie in kind of any sense (laughs) but that being said I will always adore 
the love witch i'm sorry but i always will i really just always will it's such a comfort film for me i love that fucking movie so much um even though it's really unrealistic at times and it's not the best made movie i just really i really do like it i really do like it especially because of the commentary stuff which we'll get into in a second um it kind of paints witchcraft in a bit of a negative light especially like love magic again don't appreciate when people stigmatize love magic it has such a significant cultural background to it um if y'all want to learn more about why we shouldn't stigmatize love magic and baneful magic um i have an episode about decolonizing your witchcraft practice and spirituality on this podcast so i would recommend you listen to it if you haven't yet because i think that i cover some really important stuff in there including how we shouldn't demonize love magic um i don't like how they paint witchcraft in general in this movie but especially love magic um but unfortunately some of it like i say unfortunately because like it's kind of fucked up but like the the coven that she's part of that elaine the main character is part of in that movie is unfortunately very representative of a lot of witchcraft communities and i did this whole patreon lesson um about how like there are a lot of really sus things that go on in like witchcraft communities so you have to be really careful when joining a coven or whatever because they can really easily just be cults in disguise um and especially when it comes to like wiccan communities and um male run witchcraft communities which i'm not trying to stigmatize against male witches or anything but it's just like you have to be cautious of their intentions because like in the movie um the the leader of this coven is kind of like sexually exploiting the the people in his coven um and so it does become like a cultish situation so i'm not saying like don't join a coven that has men in it or has wiccans in it i'm just saying like be cautious of the it's not even about gender it's just be cautious of the intentions and what they're asking you to do when you're joining a coven um i have a whole patreon lesson about that if you want to check it out you definitely should um if you're thinking about joining a coven because you have to be safe with that shit but it just like makes me sad to watch the love witch sometimes and see the way that she interacts with her coven and be like unfortunately that's real as fuck (laughs) like unfortunately that is how a lot of groups like especially like wiccan groups um tend to operate um which is really unfortunate, but it's just how it is. Um, I really, I think one of the reasons that I love the movie The Love Witch so much and that I like keep on going back to it repeatedly is the the idea of like, Elaine has this whole like, Elaine's the main character. She has this whole inner monologue of like, she was in an abusive relationship, right? She was in an abusive relationship with this guy who she was really in love with. Um, and he left her and she like completely got emotionally destroyed because he manipulated her into like relying on him wholeheartedly so now she's looking for him in like all these other men and like trying to find another man to be a man to be attached to because of her internalized misogyny which i think a lot of people don't realize but it is such an analogy for like how when we're manipulated as women by men who want to keep their power um we tend to seek those same kinds of like power hungry abusive like men like when we're taught that that's what love is then we constantly seek after that and so the reason that i think elaine's love spells continuously go so wrong in that movie is because she's 
looking for something that isn't healthy. She's not trying to find a healthy relationship in her core. She's trying to find one that reminds her of her ex-husband who was abusive. And I think that it's a really interesting analogy um, for her to try and take back the power that was stolen from her um, from an abusive ex-boyfriend um, or ex-husband through witchcraft. Um, she says, like, there's there's so many, like, love witch audios on TikTok. It's kind of fucking crazy. But um, she says, like, in one of those audios, too, like, she's, like, talking about, like, I found that power through witchcraft and, like, all these things. And I'm like, yes, girl, yes, you did. You did that, you know? Like, I just feel like the idea of witchcraft empowering you is really strong. I really do feel empowered by my witchcraft. I feel empowered by working with nature and learning to harness the natural energies around me, etc. Um, in some ways, it's actually a really good commentary on, like, femininity and divine feminine magic, um, and kind of how, like, witches are viewed to outsiders. Um, I think that it has a good, not necessarily good, but I think that it makes a point to those who watch it, um, if you're really looking for the meaning behind the movie, um, how witchcraft is often over-sexualized, um, and often, like, fetishized in this weird, like, contorted way, um, and how it's this weird, like, mix between, like, purity culture and people being, like, oh no, like, women who aren't, like, incredibly, like, stingy or, like, prudes are evil, and then also people, like, fetishizing those women at the same time, and so it's, like, this weird in-between. Um, I think that the commentary is often lost on a lot of people because again the movie is not very well done that's kind of how i feel about jennifer's body too because like jennifer's body was supposed to be a commentary about women like trying to re-empower themselves after being raped but nobody got that analogy because it wasn't very well made and so like me watching it knowing that i'm like oh i love this movie but someone who doesn't know that watching the movie they're like what the fuck is this you know I, th I think that it's the same thing with the love witch honestly like it's just like you have to have the context you have to understand and it's gonna hit different for certain people who have had the experiences that Elaine has too like people who like women specifically who have been in abusive relationships and are trying to reclaim their power are gonna identify with Elaine you know um, the patriarchy commentary is interesting because, like, it, it kind of points out how the patriarchy is so, like, anti-magic and so, like, facts and science and all these things because of a suppression of the divine feminine, which I've kind of talked about previously, um, but the, the divine feminine kind of encompasses, um, of course everyone has divine feminine energy in them, but, um, men in power are afraid of women discovering their magic and discovering their own power through that magic so they tend to suppress it and i think that that's a commentary that one can also get out of the love witch um some this episode is gonna be so fucking long i'm so sorry <laughs> so <laughs> what the love witch got correct about movies about movies no about witchcraft witches bottles are a thing they're used in protective magic they've been used for centuries um magic is harnessing nature's energies and the natural energies around you sex magic is a real thing candle magic is a real thing poppet magic is a real thing ritual knives are a real thing and tarot of course is a real thing um the biggest false aspect of this movie is the fact that witches aren't murderous misandrists with internalized misogyny issues. 
Um, I mean, I'm sure some are, but, like, most aren't. So let's not, like, you know, like, don't don't watch The Love Witch and, like, be like, oh, this is how all women who practice witchcraft are, because that's just not true whatsoever, you know? Next, we're going to be talking about a show that I watched all of. Technically, it's not a movie, it's a show, but we're going to talk about it anyways, because I feel the need to tell y'all how much this show can frustrate me. Anyways, but I can't stop watching it for some reason. Like, I've seen this show, like, six times, but anyways. Uh, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, not the Sabrina the Teenage Witch, like, the updated one with Ross Lynch and fucking, I don't remember her name, the blonde girl, you know, (laughs) like, the more, like, recent one, so it's not a movie, it's a show, um, I hate how they depict Lord Lucifer and portray him as Satan when they're just completely different entities, um, and the concept of him being the devil or Satan being the devil is rooted in Christianity, so I don't know why they try and, like, configure that in like a witchcraft space because witchcraft i mean christian witches obviously do exist but like witchcraft itself isn't based on christianity you know um glamour spells are a thing in real life but the way that they do them in the show isn't realistic um because in glamour spells in the show are just like making you look entirely completely different when in reality glamour magic is just to make you be perceived slightly differently it's not gonna entirely like warp your physical appearance until you look like someone else you know um another thing is astral projecting astral projecting is a real thing in witchcraft um i haven't gone to the astral realm in a really long time probably longer than i would like to admit um especially considering i used to go consistently because it's one of the ways that i like to communicate with my spirits and deities etc but um astral projecting isn't how they portray it in the show whatsoever in the show they kind of are just like i'm going to astral project and then they like just like a weird version of them shows up somewhere else and it's just a whole thing so it is a real thing not how they portray it in the show um some real things about this show though are sacred geometry is a real thing i love sacred geometry i have some lessons about that on patreon because i love sacred geometry and i think it's so interesting demonology is a real thing uh the traditions they do for the sabbats like letha sam sawin um and yule like the yule log tradition is a real thing um the um i forget what it's called but the lupercalia lupercalia that's a real thing um that's like this like witchy valentine's day kind of thing that they kind of cover like it's not how it is in the show but some of the traditions are pretty accurate um and a lot of people believe in sex demons which are a part of that show I don't know if I believe in sex demons, honestly. I've never encountered them, and I've never worshipped them, or worked with them whatsoever, or, like, researched them at all, but anyways. And then the false aspects of this show are things like the Book of the Beast. You do not have to sign your name in blood in a book in the middle of the woods to be a witch. It's just, that's not how that works. That's just, that's bullshit. Um, worshiping Satan, which is don't worship Satan. Witchcraft isn't a religion, it's a spiritual practice. Um, resurrecting the dead isn't a thing. Necromancy is a thing, which is talking to the dead, but bringing them back is not something that you can do. Um, witches are not immortal, and we can't teleport, unfortunately, although that would be really fucking helpful. God, I wish I could teleport, but... Sabrina, the, or Chilling Adventures of Sabrina pisses me off a little bit, um, just because 
mostly because of the like depictions of like Lord Lucifer and stuff. Because I'm like, shut up! Like you just you got it all wrong. Like it's it's all wrong. Okay, so I get asked a lot. I do not offer free readings or spell work. However, I do offer inexpensive and accurate tarot, palm, astrological chart, aura, and oracle readings. My prices start as low as $5, um, and I cover all kinds of things in my readings, so you can DM me on Instagram at Spiritually Connected Readings to book a reading. No numbers, no punctuation. Again, that is at Spiritually Connected Readings on Instagram. I will not message you first for a reading. Please don't fall for the scammer accounts. Thank you! The next movie is another one that I truly think that I will always adore. It's The Craft. The Craft is a horror movie, um, or I guess like a thriller or something. It's it's like a scare. It's supposed to be a spooky movie, but I love The Craft. Um, it's always going to be a favorite of mine, despite how a lot of it isn't really realistic. Um, but I think that it's one of the few movies that combines real aspects of witchcraft with the aspects of like paranormal horror like stuff in a really like tasteful way you know like it combines them in a way that is like some parts of the sh- the movie are accurate but also some parts are like played up to like make it a really engaging like film to watch because I feel like if they made a movie about just like everyday witchcraft it probably wouldn't be as interesting you know like just witchcraft that people just do like <laughs> If they just made a movie of, like, a witch, like, waking up in the morning and then stirring intention into her coffee and, like, you know, like, I feel like people would not be as interested as they would be, like, with the exaggeration. So I understand that exaggerations are sometimes really important in witchy movies and stuff. Um, I literally, ever since the first time I watched The Craft, I have had a crush on every single one of the four main girls. I think they're so beautiful, especially the one with, like, the, the, the skin issue. I don't remember their names, but I think she's the most beautiful person in the entire world, and I am literally obsessed with her. But anyways, side note. Um, also, I think their friend group, like, the friend group in the craft of, like, the four girls before they all turned, like, evil and power-hungry and shit were so cute. Like, before they all became evil, I just, like, I wish that I had, like, a witchy friend group, because I love my friends, but, like, I don't have any friends that I can, like, really like do my witchy shit as much with i mean i do but i just don't i don't have like a group you know like i have a couple here and there that i can like do some witchy shit with but i don't have like a coven group which i wish i had but anyways um similarly to sabrina they use glamour magic too but again glamour magic is not just entirely changing your physical appearance that's not how glamour magic works um and also i don't like the terms black and white magic for obvious reasons they're rooted in racism um and black and white magic isn't real those aren't real concepts um they're made up in order to stigmatize traditional poc practices um all magic is fluid there is no such thing as good magic or bad magic or whatever it's all about like your perspective and intention and your personal morals um i i have a love-hate relationship with how the craft depicts love spells because i think it's interesting how they depict a love spell turning into obsession that being said i don't think that we should ever stigmatize love magic as i've previously talked about as long as you're being safe about it they clearly weren't being safe about it when they casted that love spell and shit um 
and that's why it turned into like a dangerous like obsession situation which I do think is important because I personally like when I the reason that I don't do love magic as much now is when I did do love magic it really did not go well for me it turned into a really unhealthy obsession and it just like really like fucked up my life it was not a good time it was really unhealthy anyways um but I'm not saying that all love magic is life like that in any way shape or form I think that love magic is beautiful I think you just need to be careful with the way that you do it and the intentions that you have going into it if that makes any sense but I also I'm not an expert on love magic um in most senses I mean I I can do some successful ass shit with love magic but I'm not like a love magic connoisseur <laughs> like I, so I don't know I just think it's interesting how they portray it like that but I also think we shouldn't stigmatize love magic in any way um, some real aspects of the craft are casting a circle. Not everyone casts a circle, but a lot of Wiccans do. Um, calling in the elements. Um, that's something that a lot of witches do, especially on their altar. They'll place an item for each element on the four corners of an altar space. Um, candle magic is a real thing. Binding spells are a real thing. Blood magic is a real thing. And the whole idea of like wishes and intention um, being key are all like very real parts of witchcraft your intention really does like it's at the center of everything that you do um the false things are obviously things like levitation and extreme like physical changes with glamour magic because that's simply just not how glamour magic works if you heard my voice crack no you didn't um i'm gonna gaslight you and you're just you you have not that that didn't happen you sound crazy right now what are you talking about <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Anyways, the next movie we're going to talk about is the Hocus Pocus movies. Technically, there are two of them. I'm going to touch a little bit on both. Um, classics, always going to be good Halloween movies. Are they realistic? Absolutely not. But they're so comforting. I mean, the second one is a little bit more realistic than the first one, let's all be honest. But first one almost nothing about that is realistic um but anyways um it's a classic favorite it'll always hit during halloween which is however don't need to collect children's souls we don't do that um and aren't inherently evil or satan worshipers <laughs> um i also think it's interesting in the first hocus pocus movie because the candle that summons the witches back from the dead is black and usually in black or in color magic black is used to banish and protect not to summon but like okay um I also appreciate in the second movie how they showed it in a little bit more of a positive light than in the first movie because I know like I was reading a bunch of articles before or while I was writing this episode that were talking about how like witches were really upset with Hocus Pocus because it was really unrealistic like the first one and so they tried to include some more like modern witchcraft stuff into the new Hocus Pocus which I really appreciate. Um, so yeah, the real aspects of the Hocus Pocus movies, grimoires are a thing. They're not gifted to witches by Satan, but they are a thing. Um, some people call it a book of shadows. Some people think that they're different. Some people think they're the same. Everyone has different opinions in their own practice, right? But the, the book of spells, that's a real thing. A lot of witches have that. I have that. I have like six. It's really bad. I fill them up very quickly. I take a lot of notes. Um, crystals are a real thing used in witchcraft, which is mostly portrayed in the second movie. Um, the powers of the full moon are also portrayed in both movies, um, and talking about how important the full moon is. Um, 
the full moon is a really good time to do some magic, you know? And so it's like, it, it, a lot of witches do follow the moon phases. So that's why I'm pointing that out. Um, the Samhain traditions, Samhain is like, um, the hot, the, um, festival that Halloween is based off of, um, where it's said that the veil between the human and spirit world is the thinnest. Um, so that's a real thing that happens in actual witchcraft. A lot of people celebrate Sabbaths like that. Um, and musical spell incantations are actually a real thing. The Come Little Children song. Um, will that actually, like, would that actually happen? No, because witches don't fly on brooms and witches don't want to eat children. But, um, using intention when singing is a real thing in magic that a lot of witchcraft practitioners do use. Um, the false things are obviously, like, pretty, like, obvious, (laughs) like, um, Max's power in the first movie is like, oh, he lit the candle and he's a virgin. So like, power has no connection to virginity in like most witchcraft. Like, I just that that's not a thing. Witches don't worship the devil. Um, the devil is a Christian concept, anyways. Um, witches don't sacrifice children and they don't ride brooms or mops or whatever the fuck they were riding in the when their brooms got stolen. So <laughs> that's the summary on Hocus Pocus. Do you want to learn more about witchcraft and divination? Do you want exclusive spell tutorials on videos that you can't end videos that you can't find anywhere else from a five-year witchcraft practitioner? Do you want input and features on this podcast? If any of these things appeal to you, go subscribe to my Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash Greta Chapkin and subscribe today. Again, that is patreon.com forward slash Greta Chapkin. The last three we're going to be talking about are just a really quick speed run because I didn't feel like rewatching them, but I wanted to point out some some things. Um, so these are just going to be really, really quick, fast. Let's talk about them and get it over with. The Witches by Roald Dahl is anti-Semitic as fuck. Don't recommend. Don't watch that movie. Don't support it. Um, witches aren't evil beasts out to get children, and there's a lot of anti-Semitic imagery and um, kind of like propaganda stuff that is in those movies that is demonizing Jewish people that just does, that doesn't need to fucking exist. We don't need to do that. Um, unnecessary book, unnecessary movie. Let's not talk about it. It's, it, I mean, like, let's talk about how anti-Semitic it is, but like, let's not, <laughs> let's not engage, right? Um, Halloween Town, I think Halloween Town is the cutest movie ever. That being said, it's not very realistic. Um, However, I do like in Halloween Town how they mention um, intention being really important and they don't necessarily like portray like witches as like the most evil thing. Um, but I like how they have like little wish wishes and stuff. Um, obviously Halloween Town isn't a thing and the, the inhabitants of Halloween Town aren't really a thing. Witchcraft is not something you're born into. It's, it's something you choose to do because it's a spiritual practice. And then finally, possibly my favorite witchy movie of all time, Kiki's Delivery Service. Um, I haven't seen Kiki's Delivery Service in a really long time, but it like was a movie that I grew up with because Studio Ghibli was a huge part of my childhood. Um, the whole thing with like, <laughs> the thing is with Kiki's Delivery Service is it's really not realistic whatsoever, but I love it so much. And I don't know if I'm ever gonna stop loving it. Um, the powers of the full moon are often celebrated by witches, but witches don't really have like, coming of age ceremonies like they kind of represent in the movie um I really like the mom like her mom in the like the in the beginning of the movie because she's like a little herbalist like hippie witch mama and I kind of I fuck with that um it's a wonderful movie it just really is not realistic to witchcraft whatsoever again which is can't fly on brooms if I could fly on a broom I would be so happy I wish that I could fly on a broom but I can't I can't fly I'm sorry um 
men will use that as a pickup line with me sometimes. Like, I'll be like, sorry, I can't. And they'll be like, just fly over here. I'm like, oh, okay, well, shut up. But anyways, <laughs> that was the speed run. And those are the movies and the one show that we're going to be talking about today. Um, if you guys want me to do a part two of this, I honestly really had a fun time, like, researching for all these episodes and, like, making this episode um and recording and stuff like that i went on a couple tangents so it's a little bit longer than usual but i appreciate you guys's patience um i love you all so 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 much if you want more content my socials are linked in the description of this podcast as always um i hope you have a wonderful day night whatever it may be for you and i love you all very 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 much um blessed be my loves Mwah.